called Exposing the Enemy. And what I'd like to do is I'd like to uh, uh, just share a couple of scriptures with you. I think, I think many times we, we don't realize how, how much we're experiencing opposition and attacks of the enemy. And sometimes we just, we just call it life. Well, life happens. You ever heard that? I've said it before. And life does happen. But many times in life, the reason that we're experiencing the things that we're experiencing is because uh, the enemy coming against us. And we don't realize that we have an enemy, maybe. Or if we do uh, realize that there is an enemy out there, we don't realize that we're being attacked by the enemy. And so let me just share a couple of scriptures with you. Uh, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 11, it says this, Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. And, uh, and so the Bible tells us that we're exposed, we're to expose darkness. Well, the enemy is a, if we, if you read scripture, you find out that one of the, one of the descriptions of the enemy is a ruler of darkness. And so we want to expose his works today. And then 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 11 says this, lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. And so we need to not be ignorant of his devices. Ignorant just means unaware, uninformed. And so we need to get informed about the devices of the enemy so that he doesn't have uh, his way in our life. And, and so we're going to do that. We're going to expose him today. We're going to make uh, us aware of his devices and then it goes on to say in Ephesians 4.27, once we're aware of his devices, give no place to the devil. And so we're not to give him any place in our life. Allow him, once, once we're aware of what he does, we're not to allow him to come in and have his way in our life. Last week we discovered, uh, and we've been taking every, we're going to be taking the names of, of, of Satan or the devil, and we're going to expose what uh, characteristics that are associated with that name. And last week we talked about exposing Lucifer, and we found out that Lucifer was a, 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 a magnificent, magnificent, magnificent creation of God, of God's, and uh, and he it, it got to his head, and he became prideful and selfish. And we discovered that selfishness and pride you can't have one with the other. Where there's selfishness, there's pride, and where there's pride, there's selfishness. And and he uses the very thing that influenced his life. He uses it in our life in order to open the door for him to have access into our life. And so he, he will tempt us with pride and he'll tempt us with selfishness. And, and it's something that we have to be proactive against because all of us lean towards or we default towards uh, being selfish or prideful in our life. And, and he'll, he'll tempt us with those, those things. And, so, and once he does, then he can come in and he can pounce us. He can come and just, he can just have his way in our life and, and knock us around and hurt us and sometimes even try to uh, kill our lives and if he can. So, so that's where we've been at. And today what we want to do is we want to expose another, another name of, of the devil, and it's this. It's Satan. And so we're talking about exposing Satan. Now, last week I talked about Satan having different hats, and, and, and we got to be aware of those hats. And, and I brought some hats up, and, and I, you know, that one day, you know, he may be using pride and selfishness. He liked that, do you? Pride and selfishness. And, and the next day, he may be using what he's going to be using today. And, 
And so we're going to talk about this. And, and actually the word, the, word, uh, the word Satan means adversary. He's an adversary. Uh, that means he's not a friend. He's out to kill, steal, and destroy. He's out to take our life down. And, and so he has on different, different hats. And, and so uh, you all say wrong way, but uh, the tag tells me I have it on right. So, so there. Uh, and it, I know it doesn't fit, but anyway. Uh, it's for an illustration. It's for an illustration. So, so he has different hats, and we're wanting to expose his hats. Last week, please hear me. Please hear me because I, it just bothers me that people are, are going through some of the stuff needlessly. And, and the devil's going and he's, he's going to attack our lives, but we can stand our ground. We don't need to be fearful of the devil. We have authority over him. And, and, but if we are allowing him to have access into our life, and, and the Bible says don't give him any room, and if we're making room for him to come into our life, then he can, he can do what he's out to do, kill, steal, and destroy. And so we need to put a stop to him. And so, you know, we've been talking about these different hats. And last week, please, one of the things that I believe the biggest thing that he uses in people's lives is, is pride and selfishness. And we tend to lean towards that. We, we've got to give our life away. We've got to understand what it means to be a Christian. The Bible says, Jesus said, if you're going to follow me, the first uh, requirement is that you got to deny yourself. It can't be about you. Life cannot be about you. It needs to be about God and others. Because uh, when it becomes about you, that's when the enemy comes in and he begins to destroy. He begins to kill. He begins to steal in our lives. And we wonder why we're having all the issues and we're having all the drama in our life and having to deal with this, that, and the other. And, and, and we will have to deal with some stuff. Storms come. We'll talk about that. But we don't need to be... Uh, Adding to what already has to, uh, we have to already deal with in life. Does that make sense? And and so so we're, uh, you know, it's it's just unfortunate people don't see the activity of the enemy in their life. We don't have to fear it if we're aware of it. We don't have to fear it if we're aware of it. And and, and but but if we're not, then he can come in and he can just have his way. Uh, I, I I told you this last week. If you were with us, if not. Uh, I, there's a statistic out there by Barner Research that 60% of Christians do not believe in the devil. And, and I, I made this statement that even out of the 40% that do believe that there is a devil, many times they're not aware of his activity in their life or his devices, as Scripture says. And so we want to be aware that he's coming and he's trying to influence. He's trying to persuade us through pride and, and, and selfishness, and he'll do that. But today we're going to look at another aspect, another characteristic of Satan. He's an adversary. That means he's out. He's out to bring you and I down. And, and he comes in a, in a variety of different ways. And so I want to talk, talk about that today. So, uh, first of all, the first way that he comes to us uh, the word adversary, the word adversary, or the word Satan and adversary, uh, it, means, it means to oppose. He opposes us. There's opposition. If you've been around here very long, you've heard me say this. Anybody that's moving forward well, in, in God is going to experience resistance. Uh, 
And if you're not experiencing some resistance, then it's probably because you're not moving forward with God. And, and so uh, we need to understand that there's going to be some resistance. Don't feel like uh, you're, you're uh, why am I experiencing this? Don't feel like uh, this is something odd. If you're moving forward with God, you're going to have some resistance in your life. He's going to oppose you and I. There's going to be some opposition. He's going a different direction than God. And so when you're going, you're going the way of God, you're going to experience some, some resistance. Uh, Zechariah 3.1, it says, Then he showed, he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right hand to oppose him. And, and that word, again, Satan means adversary. And notice here that word oppose, it means to, to be an adversary or to resist. And so he's resisting us as we're moving forward. Uh, actually, the word Satan means uh, not only to oppose just in opposition in general, but it means to oppose the person or God uh, in his purposes in our life. Amen. And so he's, he hates God. Yeah. And I, as I understand, the, the feeling's mutual. Yeah. Although God's love, but he, he, he doesn't like the guy. You understand what I'm saying? And so Satan is out, he's out to kill. And when I thought about this, I thought about politics. And, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not going to get into all of that, but I think about politicians. And when I think about opposes, it's like, it doesn't matter what one side thinks, you know, if one side thinks one way, the other side is going to oppose it, pretty much. It's like, I'm going to oppose it. It's like, it, it may be a great thing, but because, you know, because you're a, a, a Democrat or because you're a Republican, I'm just going to oppose it. And it's like crazy. It's like, you know, it's just opposition just because of that. And, and that's how the enemy is with God. It's just like, it doesn't matter if God has a good idea or not, which all of God's ideas are good. Uh, the devil just opposes it all. And all of us face opposition. A matter of fact, can I say this? Today, some of you experienced some great opposition just to get here. Just to, just to get here. And some of that opposition, you weren't even aware that it was Satan opposing you. You didn't realize that it was, maybe it was your body. Some of, he sees an adversary, he uses things, he opposes you with things. Maybe it was your body just feeling cruddy this morning. It's like, man, why is it on Sunday morning that I seem to feel the worst? Could it be that you're being opposed by the enemy, by Satan? Could Could it be that there's some opposition there? And, and, and that you need to stand up and take authority over that and take authority over the enemy and say, uh-uh, no longer is this going to take place on Sunday mornings. I am putting a stop to this right now in Jesus' name. It's opposition. And, and that opposition could have been through maybe a family member. A family member that had gotten over into, a, into the realm of selfishness that the enemy used against you and and they started uh creating some strife and and it's almost you almost you almost didn't show up because of the 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 conflict that you had this morning 
not realizing that it's not flesh and blood that we wrestle against, but it's the, it's the, it's the spiritual wickedness that we are wrestling against. And so a lot of people are facing opposition, not even realizing why it is that they're facing opposition. Mark chapter 4, let me share this with you. It's uh, one of my hallmark scriptures. As a matter of fact, I, I, I would suggest if you're a new Christian or if you've not gotten into your Bible very much, go start with Mark chapter 4. If you don't know where to start, go, with, go to Mark chapter 4 and start reading about, about the sower sowing the word and how that uh, all works. But I want to read this to you in verse 13. We'll start there. It says, And he said to them, Do you not understand this parable? Then how will you understand all parables? If you don't get a, 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 an understanding of this, then really, honestly, you're going to struggle with the rest of what I've got to say. It says, the sower sows the word, and these are the ones sown by the wayside where the word is sown. And when they hear, guess what? You're hearing the word this morning, and guess what the response of Satan's going to be? It says this, that when we hear, Satan comes immediately and takes away, if he has inroad. That doesn't mean he can. It's only if we allow him. But it says here, Satan comes immediately. What does he want to do? He wants to steal away the word that was sown in your heart. Why? Because if he can steal the word, he steals God's potential in your and I, our lives. Because God's word is powerful. It's, it's, it's you know, it, 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 one word from God will change our lives for eternity. And so he comes immediately to take away the word that was sown in our hearts. And it goes on to say this. It says, these likewise are the ones sown on stony ground. Got to watch our heart. When it's talking about stony ground, it's talking about the condition of our heart. And it goes on to say, when they hear the word, immediately they receive it with gladness. And how often does that happen? When you see, uh, we get excited about the word. God wants us to, you know, be free from all the attacks of the enemy, that we can stand against them, and, and on and on. And we get excited. But get this, and they have no root in themselves, and only endure for a time. Just for a short time. And afterward, when tribulation or persecution or arises for the word's sake, immediately they stumble. So one translation says they are offended. Now notice here it says, uh, afterward, when tribulation and persecution arises, one, uh, it really, real, what it means is when pressure because of circumstances enter in. For the word's sake. In other words, when we hear the word or when we wanting to do what God wants us to do, there's opposition immediately just because God, the, uh, the, Satan doesn't want God's word to be producing in our life. So immediately he, 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 as an adversary, comes against us and tries to and keep that word from producing fruit in our life. Amen. He does that. And it comes in a variety of different ways. You've got to watch those attacks, some of the storms that you're going through in life, some of the situations. Some of them are there because you, you've made some poor decisions. You've opened the door. What you need to do is you need to repent, shut the door, and open the door to God, and shut the door to the devil. Okay? But it goes on to say this. Now, these are the ones sown among thorns. They are the ones who hear the word. And the cares of this world... Uh oh, the deceitfulness of riches, the desire of other things, entering in, choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. 
And, and we allow other things to come in and take residence in our heart and our life. And, and worry, worry is simply, uh, it's simply uh, uh, focusing in on the wrong thing, meditating on the negative. The Bible tells us that we're to ne- meditate on God. In his word. And so I'm not going to break this all down because that's what, where I'm not, I'm not going here. But it, it goes on to say, and these are the ones sown on good ground who hear the word, accept it, and bear fruit. And it goes on to say some uh, 30 fold, some 60, and some 100 fold. So here's the point. The point is, is that you and I are going to have opposition. We're going to have opposition when we're trying to move forward with God. And sometimes that opposition, that resistance that we experience is subtle. It's subtle. We don't even realize how it's, how it's coming and, and that it's even the enemy. It's subtle. We just, we just think that, uh, well, this is just part of life. It's subtle. And, and, and you just know the enemy's going to oppose you. Just be aware that he's going to oppose you. Had a, I remember before we moved into this building, and uh, and the and and actually after we moved into this building, we had a we had a leader that uh, or a member in our church that was uh, opposing this every time. Uh, every time it was brought up, he was just arms crossed, just opposing. And I'm not going to spotlight. We've since, uh, uh, you know. Uh, repaired that relationship and everything but but uh, he but he was opposing it and his arms crossed that's the devil he just anything that has to do with god just ugly old face <laughs> there goes that christian the grinch yeah just looking at us just like opposition Sometimes people don't need to say anything and you know they're opposing you. And, and that's the devil. He, he's just opposing us all the time. So we're exposing them today. He's an adversary. He's not a friend. Never is he a friend. He's always out to kill, steal, and destroy. He comes in a variety of different ways. Play, ways. He comes through pressure because of circumstances. He comes through the cares of this world. The desire of other things, he comes through and he'll use other people to oppose us. He'll use sickness and disease. He'll use car accidents. He'll do, he'll do all kinds of stuff to try to, to try to come in. Now, some of the stuff, we can't blame everything on the devil. We've got to take some responsibility in our own life. Because some of us, we're out there and we know what God says and we're still out there doing stuff on our own, and, 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 and that opens the door to him, okay? So that, and so, so let me just say this uh, as a, as a, as a sub-thought to this, is that uh, work the word, and the word will work. So if we'll work the word, remember the sower sows the word. And those that hear it, those that receive it, those that bear fruit, those are the ones that are working the word. And so if we work the word, the word will work. You got it? it. A second thing that not only does he oppose, but he obstructs. He obstructs. That word obstruct means to block. He just just flat out, he's not subtle here. He he just out resists anything that is God. I wrote this down. Holy and godly, godly living always comes with confrontation. 
always comes with confrontation. The Bible says those that live godly, they will suffer persecution. It's going to happen. And so there's going to be, there's going to be just an, uh, an obstruction. There's going to be just a, a roadblock. It's just things going to happen. I was thinking about, I was thinking about, um, about this uh, after I got saved. Man, after I got saved, all hell broke loose. I mean, all hell broke loose. I mean, it was one thing after another, after another, after I got saved. And it was an obstruction. It was like, I'm going to block this guy. He's, I'm going to come at him with everything I can in order to put the brakes on so that he'll turn, his heart will turn and he won't be a threat to the king, my kingdom. Satan being saying this, he's not going to be a threat to my kingdom. And I mean, he threw everything that he could throw at me. My, my, my wife at that point left me. Uh, when she left me, she left me, man. She took everything. And, uh, and again, that was 30-something years ago. But, uh, so that's a lot of water under the bridge, all right? But when she left, she left me. And uh, left me uh, basically bankrupt and took everything. And so uh, after that happened, uh, I mean, immediately after that happened, my, my back went out. Uh, man, I cannot tell you how many things happened. My little brother, he took his life, 18 years old. My, my, my elder brother, I mean, all of this happened at the same time with dealing with it in family. My elder, my elder brother, uh, he's a few years older than me. His wife uh, uh, left, uh, had an affair with uh, my brother's best friend, which was also his pastor, and, and, and uh, split the church and and uh and and so anyway just i mean my my mother uh her husband left her uh I, my dad died when i was young she had remarried uh man i this it just kept going and going bam 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 and that's how the enemy is he he'll come and he'll hit and hit and hit he'll try to obstruct try to keep he'll try to keep what god's wanting to do back from happening in our life and what do we got to do we got to stand our ground and so what I want to do is I want to, I want to share a scripture. Ephesians chapter 6 says this. It says, a final word, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Notice it doesn't say be strong in your own power. And it goes on to say, how do we do this? Put on all of God's armor, which if you understand the armor of God, it's the word of God being lived out in your life. It says, put on all all of God's armor, so that you will be able to stand firm against the strategies of the devil. Again, he's an adversary. He's coming against you and I. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers, authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark dark world, or rulers of darkness, as some translations say, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. Therefore, uh, put on every piece of God's armor so that you'll be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, then after the battle, you will stand, uh, still be standing firm. And so we're going to be in a battle. We are in the battle. And, and understand that, 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 that this hat that I have on right. He wears this hat from time to time. And he's, he's our adversary. And he's coming in, in with evil, trying to bring destruction. Trying to, which brings me to the third thought, is that he's out... 
Oh, let me give you the sub-thought on this. Our total commitment to faith in God's word makes us safe and secure, okay? Now, let me give you the, 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 the third uh, point that I want to give you today is that he's here to destroy. He destroys. Isn't that right? Yes. He is here to destroy. He wants your life to be destroyed. And I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this. And, and work with me. Work, can you work with me? Okay. He, he came to kill. He came to steal. And he came to destroy. And I got to thinking, of, I got to thinking about that. If you, if you kill something, well, Jesus is the resurrection. So he can raise it from the dead. He can, resur- he can resurrect a, a, a dead marriage, can't he? He can resurrect some dead finances. He can resurrect a dead body if need be, right? Okay, so, so you know, he's the resurrection. Number two, he steals. So whatever is stolen can be, can be brought back to, to its rightful owner. And God restores. So he's, he's, he restores. But I thought about destruction. When something is destroyed, it's destroyed. I mean, that's the ultimate goal. It's, it's destroyed. There's, it's, it's done away with. And, and that's where the devil is. is he out, he's out not to just kill and steal, but he, real, he wants ultimately, he wants our destruction. Our destruction. He wants your life destroyed. Why? Because he's our adversary. Because that's what he does. I got to thinking about this too. You know, people struggle with God's love. Why, why does God love me? Well, can I tell you? Because he's loving. That's what he does. Why, why does the devil, devil hate? Because he's a hater. That's what he does. Haterade? Is that what you said? <laughs> Sucking on haterade? And, uh, and, and, and so he's just a hater. And that's what he does. He hates anything and everything that has to do with God. He, he hates everything and uh and and i'm i'm here to tell you that he he will use circumstances i i i i I meant to pull up the picture and i didn't i've got it on the website if you i mean on the on the computer i forgot to do it but um that my wife was in an accident a few uh uh, years ago and uh and there was a car that that t-boned her and i mean it was it was pretty severe and God, thank God, God's you know, protected her, spared her life. She was pretty bruised up, but it spared her life. And and many, many times the enemy has tried to take our lives. Many times. I remember I was on the way to Texarkana. I was working for my son, and I was pulling a a trailer. I was in a, a in a uh, uh, what's that called? Extended cab, uh, four door cab pickup, pulling a trailer and. And it was foggy, and it was early in the morning, about three o'clock in the morning, three thirty or something like that in the morning. I was going to Texarkana, and and uh, I was on uh, I thirty five uh, at that point. Is it thirty five? I thirty, I thirty. I was on I thirty, and I was going down I thirty, and then there was a car. I saw the headlights. It's like on the on the what do you call those? Service road, thank you. Thank you for helping me. Uh, that was on the service road. And I thought, well, okay, they're on the service road. And I'm driving along. And all of a sudden, they're coming up off the service load onto I- I-30 the wrong way. 
And they came, and I'm serious. I don't know how they missed me other than the angels of God. But they were like this, and there's, they should have hit something. Because I was pulling this long trailer. It was a long bed truck, and I should have hit it and missed me. And I thought, thank you, Lord. Thank you for your protection. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, we were on the way back from Long, Longview. We were up uh, at a church helping some pastors up there. And on the way back from Longview, uh, on 271, I, I make my wife drive most of the time on the highway. And, uh, and so we're the, sitting there driving, and, and uh, there's, she was on the, on the, the fast lane, and uh, there's a car on the, uh, on the other lane, and there's another car in front. Well, that car on the front was going a little slow, and so this car is coming over, and it came over really quick, quick without signaling, and my wife had to go over, and she hit her horn. Well, if you know 271, there's a big old ditch in the middle, and, and immediately this guy saw, and I, I don't know how our mirrors even missed because he came over that soon. And I was just like, thank you, Lord. Thank you for sparing our life. And see, the enemy's out. He's, he's out to destroy. It could have been fatal. You just, you just never know. It could be fatal. And, and, and we need to be standing their ground. We need to put on the whole armor of God. We need to be suited in God. We need to be fully committed to God's word. And, and to stand against his attacks in our life. Jesus, the Bible says that Jesus did this when he was here on this earth. And the reason is, is because he came to destroy the works of the devil. But in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, the Bible says that he was filled with the Holy Spirit. And can I tell you, we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. Let's go back. Acts, uh, Acts chapter 10, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. And can I tell you, we need to be anointed with the Holy Spirit and with power. We need to be filled with the Word of God and with the Holy Spirit to uh, address the works of the enemy. And if we're not filled with the Holy Spirit, then what are we filled with? Selfishness. Pride. And when, when we're filled with the Holy Spirit, then we can do what Jesus did. He went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. All that were being attacked by the devil. I looked up that word oppressed. It means to hold and exercise power over. All of those that are, are being held captive by the devil and, 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 and being uh, uh, suppressed by the devil, Jesus came to set them free. And I'm here to tell you that we have an enemy that we can have power over if we stay full of the word, we stay full of the presence of God, you know, I meet people all the time that are struggling. They're struggling with uh, depression in their life. And I just want to say this for a moment. Is it, is it okay? Can you take me serious with this hat on? Okay. It's uh, you, people that are struggling with depression. And, and depression is a spirit. It's a spirit that comes upon people. And, and what depression will lead to, it will lead to hopelessness. I talked about earlier about my little brother at the age of 18 taking his life. At 18 years old, what leads a person to, to, to come to a place of despair where they just say, throw up their hands and say, no more. I don't want any more to do with this life. I'm done. I'm done. I mean, I'm done. 
What, what leads a person to do that? I don't understand it. Other than there's some demonic force behind it. But Proverbs chapter 12 says this in verse 25. And some people, not everybody that experiences depression comes to a point where they're willing to throw in the towel. But it says this, anxiety in the heart of man causes depression. That word, I looked up that word uh, depression, it means, it means feelings of hopelessness and inadequacy. Just don't feel adequate to live even, even any longer. Or adequate to go on in, in, in what God has, us, has for us. And the devil comes in and he tries to do that. Now, scripture tells us in Isaiah chapter 61 that we can put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. So let me give you this last thought in closing. Our worship to God is our defense. Our worship. Guys, we need to learn how to worship God. We've got to learn how to focus on God and love on God and worship God. And put God first in our life. He's got to be somebody that we seek every day. That we get to know every day. Get to be in relationship. We ought to be walking with him every day. Because why? The devil cannot stand worship. Not our worship to God. He loves worship to him. And that's what he's after. But when we, when we turn our worship to God... The Bible says that he cannot stay and he cannot stand it. We're to put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Now, my little brother was just a couple of weeks. I mean, it was just like two weeks earlier that he had given his life to Christ in, the, in, in my small group. And he, he, in his heart, it was transformed. But in his head, he still didn't know anything about God. And the devil came in and convinced him, evidently. That life was too tough, too rough. That he needed to throw in the towel. But I'm here to tell you, the devil's a liar. He's a liar. Anytime he's talking, he's lying. And we need to quit listening to his voice and start listening to the voice of God. You're special. You're everything that God says you can be. You can do everything God says you can do. Amen? And so let's go forward. We've exposed him. Let's stop him. He's an adversary that can be stopped. He does not need to continue uh, being active in our life. All righty? You got it? Let's pray.